I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, does your top team know what can and can't be done? How to recognize the fine line between tired people and a burnt-out organization. Last month, I walked into a new client and was immediately hit by a wall of tiredness from the top management team and the middle managers. It did surprise me because on the surface, everything looks good. It's an engineering company and it's grown through the last year. It's grown through the crisis. Profits are up, sales are up. They're expanding their product range. Customers are very happy. But scratch the surface and you see a different story. It's taken huge energy from the top management team to create this success over the last 18 months. The middle managers are tired by the amount of work, the amount of reporting and the effort it's taking to motivate employees. There's no time to reflect. There's no time to appraise projects or where it's done, it's skin deep appraisals. So there's no real shift in efficiency. And you can see it because project groups are starting to repeat the same mistakes. And for the middle managers, it's getting frustrating. This is the point in time when the top management team need to realize what can and can't be done. And I'm pleased to say that's exactly what they've done with the help of three questions, which we'll come to in a minute. But the groundwork here was for the top management team to realize the difference between willpower and motivation. Willpower is great when you're in survival mode. It's total commitment to achieving a goal. On the other hand, motivation is better when you're in growth mode because it's the desire to do something. So I can desire to run a marathon. I can want to complete the 42 kilometers. But around 30 kilometers, when you hit the wall, that desire will be seriously challenged. And then you need willpower. You need total commitment to get through the last 12 kilometers. And in the company, they've been in survival mode, in crisis mode for 18 months. And that's too long. And you can see it. There are four symptoms. People are clearly working long hours. They're working flat out. Secondly, the pressure has turned from acute short-term pressure and stress to long-term chronic stress. Thirdly, action, any action is evident in the way they work. And there's no clear and obvious way for people to pause, to relax. And fourthly, no time is given to reflection, to appraisals of projects. So what the top management team did first was to realize that there's a difference between using willpower and using motivation. You can't run the whole company endlessly on willpower. Having put that foundation in place, you start to see motivation and willpower differently and you realize that energy is the vital component to get people to change and to move forward. And that formulated itself with the top management team into three questions. Number one, what would it cost me personally to start and lead this strategic initiative? Number two, what do I have to stop doing? And number three, what would happen for me and for the top management team if I didn't take up this initiative? These three questions that the top management team asked themselves are very similar to the ones that IBM used in the 1990s to turn its business around. It got top management focused on what they could and couldn't do. 
not what was possible from a business point of view, but what they wanted to commit to as a company. And the result were fewer projects started and a 95% increase in the successful completion of initiatives. So the top team of the engineering company has switched away from the pure business logic of initiatives and moved towards looking at the energy, the capacity they have to commit to strategic initiatives. And as you look around, you can see people ignoring energy and capacity for initiatives, and they are running straight towards the burnout organization. The top management teams in those companies are not evaluating the energy for action. They keep pushing, pushing, pushing. People are running on empty, physically and emotionally, and without a break, exhaustion will kick in because people and groups are on this hamster wheel of constant movement. So I see executives firing off emails all time of day and night, starting lots of initiatives right now in the hope that one will land successfully, and all they're doing is draining the energy of their middle managers and the companies that they lead. The bottom line is, survival requires willpower, but you can't run on willpower forever. Growth requires motivation, and we're now switching from a survival situation in most companies to a growth situation as the economy bounces back. And the way to figure that out is to decide what does it mean to you personally to lead initiatives, what you have to stop doing, and what will happen if you don't take up a particular initiative. When you do that, you set the company up for a longer-term growth path, for better success, and you give your people more energy to commit to those initiatives. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.